Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Recently, actually, where I did blow out my entire account, it was in the crypto space and this most recent dump wait, 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 of crypto. Wait, wait, wait. Was this before or after you fixed your bots? Because you said a little while ago you got your bots trading automatically. Oh, this was before, yeah. So okay. This was kind of the reason where I was like, I need to go start trading equities again. Uh, I'm tired of staying up all night. And I was literally staying up to like 6 a.m. watching the price action chart on oh. Bitcoin and um, nothing was happening. And then I'd go to bed and it would happen while I was sleeping. And that's actually exactly how I blew up my account. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Today's episode is produced in partnership with FinClub.ai. Trade with confidence and take the guesswork out of trading with FinClub's artificial intelligence platform. Now you can get access to the best AI trading platform on the market for as little as $19 per month. That's almost the price of Netflix. So head on over to FinClub.ai to start your two-week free trial right now. Remember, that's at FinClub.ai. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Today, we have a special guest online, Deja Brew. Now, Deja Brew is one of the founders of Oasis Trading Group. And I got to say, this is by far the most uh, cryptic podcast I've done in the past. I, I wasn't allowed to, to hear his real name. I, I wasn't allowed to uh, do a video call with him. So so this is kind of like an under under the radar kind of like hey keep it keep it on the down low kind of podcast. So I'm just joking. But anyway, Deja Bru, hey, thank you so much for coming on the line today. This is uh, this is going to be interesting. Uh, you and I were chatting beforehand. I think we've got a lot of different topics that we can explore today. Yeah, thanks for having me for sure. Oh, absolutely. So uh, I reached out to Deja Bru because he he also works with Trend Spider, and um, I was like, hey, you know what? We have a mutual friend uh, with Jake through Trend Spider. Let's uh, let's try and collaborate here and. And that's what we're doing today. So, so if you don't mind, you know what? I'm gonna hand you a hot mic, and I'm gonna just let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about about you, where you came from, your trading style, or anything like that. And then definitely more about Oasis Trading Group as well. Yeah. So I actually started trading really young. I was 16. I wasn't trading live, obviously, until I turned 18. Uh, but at 16, I was um, looking at some trading apps on my phone. I was pretty bored in school. Wanted something to do. I found a couple of fake money trading apps where they give you fake money and you can trade live uh, stocks. It's kind of a little delayed data. And I would just buy a few stocks here and there, trade some news. And I started making fake money and I was realizing, mm -hmm. hey, I actually want to do this with real money. Um, so when I turned 18, I opened a stock account, started trading some stocks, kind of got into that whole penny stock scene. It was pretty big back then. Um, traded penny stocks for a little bit. I liked the momentum side of it. Um, I didn't have a lot of money at the time. I was only 18. So the PDT rule kind of um, mm -hmm. made me want to switch. So I did that for a few years, moved on to futures trading. Uh, I traded the ES contract, with his, which is the S&P 500. Uh, also traded a little bit of crude oil. Um, and I realized that 
it was a really hard game in the futures market with, without having a massive account uh, because the margins were pretty high. The tick size on the contracts was a little little too big. Um, so I wanted to do something outside of that world. Um, and then crypto was blowing up at the time. This was around 2017. So I started trading crypto uh, around 2017. I actually did very well. It was really easy because uh, the market was just straight yeah. up. Uh, <laughs> so I bought a few things. They went straight up. I, I started with $168. Uh, my buddy, I really didn't want to trade crypto, but my buddy was like, hey, I see you're doing good with stocks. Let me give you some Bitcoin. You can play around with it. So he sent me $168 in Bitcoin. I turned it into $6,200 um, at the peak. And then the massive crash happened. Um, I created a bunch of indicators. This is kind of where I started building my community. Um, so I started live streaming on Twitch around this time. This is 2018. Um, started live streaming my trading, kind of teaching people my whole journey that I went through with penny stocks, futures, crypto. Um, and then I started really getting down to building my own indicators, building my own bots, uh, building my own trading systems. Um, once all that was created, move on to 2019, I started the community, uh, the Oasis Trading Group. And then we went on to um, trading more of the options market because options has been exploding in the past couple of years. Um, and that's basically where we are today. We, we've been uh, running the options trading group for for a few months now. We started back in June um, where we kind of have a community, the Oasis Trading Group, where we live chat every day, a um, lot from 9.30 to close. We call out our trades. We call out analysis. Uh, we do a lot of levels to watch, stuff like that. Um, and that's basically where we are. Huh. So now that you are trading options, like, like, are you still in the crypto field or if you moved like totally over to mostly options? Pretty much 99% options. I do. I have a couple of bots that I created that run some strategies for me. Um, that trade crypto for me um, and they've been doing quite well. So I'm not even really uh, discretionally trading crypto anymore. I just kind of let my bots handle it and I trade options for the most part. Mm -hmm. So what drew you to options now? Now you're in the right spot because this is more of an options focused channel. Um, what drew you to options, right? Because because there's there's give and take with options. I liked options because I'm not a very patient trader. And I've noticed that over the years uh, in all of my markets, I do not like holding things for very long. And I noticed that I could do the same analysis on a stock chart. So say Apple, and I could take that as an options trade and I could be quickly in and out of that trade with leverage because the options contracts provide you leverage. Um, and I could just be in and out of that trade and make much more than I would have made if I just bought shares on that same analysis. Right. So it sounds to me like you're primarily talking long calls and puts out of the money. Is that right? So I, uh, I actually have a couple of systems. If I am trading naked, like just the naked contracts, I like being around 40 Delta. Uh, so a little outside the money. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still buying those. Yeah. So I'll be okay. buying the buying naked calls, buying naked puts kind of around 40 Delta. Um, I'm actually not taking naked trades right now because I don't think the volatility is really uh, on my side. I'm actually selling right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I like to sell 
sell spreads, so like credit spreads. Huh. I don't I don't like selling naked. I think it's too risky. Um, but I like to find levels on the chart that are kind of like the lines in the sand where price should not uh, get below by this date or should not get above by this date. And I'll sell that contract and I'll build a spread with that. Um, or I'll take diagonals if I want to take a more biased position. Uh, I'll take some diagonals. Um, for example, I took a couple of diagonals on NEO. Um, not sure if you've uh, been familiar with the, the, the NEO momentum that's been going on. Uh, but they have been blowing up with Tesla, and I took a couple of diagonals on them on the way up. Very cool. Okay, so my style of trading, and certainly not like advocating that's the only way to trade, is very similar to what you're describing as well. So before before March, there was a lot of long call buying. Uh, mm -hmm. After March, I was like totally in cash for a hot while, um, and then once the market started to come back, I just started selling spreads. Um, basically following, I mean, pick a moving average and you could have followed that all the yeah. way up, you know? Um, and that, that's, that's pretty much my style of trading is I'll buy the stock outright just to have some, some skin in the game, but then I'll also, um, sell spreads, uh, behind back test moving averages, uh, which in, in your case sounds like something you would define as like unlikely to break through uh, mm -hmm. kind of deal. And that's one thing I love about TrendSpider is the, the back testing that you can do right there on the screen. Right. And that's, that's how I teach people to trade. It's like, hey, look, you want to trade SPY? Go find a moving average that SPY works with and trade that. Easy. One line. <laughs> you don't have to work, you know, eight different indicators one way or another. Just say, hey, if it's above this line, go long. If it's below that line, go short or go to cash. It's just simple. And that that's the way I've figured my trading out to be is the simpler, the better for me. Yeah, I actually... I I made a couple of indicators. Uh, one of them is the Oasis Trading Suite that kind of helps me follow the trend, like you're talking about. So instead of like having a moving average that would be below price, you kind of just keep following it on the way up. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a indicator that kind of reads price action, reads the volume, um, and it it colors my candles either white or black uh, for bullish or bearish. And as long as it's white on the way up and you're still showing momentum, I'll keep following it. Or at least I, I should in theory. Sometimes I'll cut it a little short. Um, but yeah, I try to follow trends the best I can. It's funny you mentioned that because that's exactly what we were doing back when we first started the options group um, for like May, June, July. You could buy almost anything and ho <laughs> hold it the next day and it was going up. And yep. we did this a lot in our group and on stream. I was telling people like, hey, man, I'm just going to wait until the close. Like 30 minutes before the close, I would find things that I would like. I'd buy them and I'd sell them at open. And we were sometimes making 100, 200% on these contracts, literally holding them in market time for less than an hour because we would buy them at the close, sell them at the open. We'd have that overnight exposure. But in market time, it was less than an hour almost every time. You know, that's almost the exact situation I had. Um, it was, I was selling put spreads in this case, but it was like, I would sell them near the close. And then the next day they were like 50% winners. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I will take that. Thank you. And yep. let's do this again tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately we our our brains trick us into thinking like we're geniuses, right? Yep. Like, like once this works, Hey, it's always going to work. Uh, and then, you know, every once in a while it, it backfires against you. Like, like this past week I had gone long, um, Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. And then Wednesday, like everything just like 
fell mm-hmm. and I was like, damn it, <laughs> I got caught long again. So, I mean, you know, we can, we can chase trends as much as we want, but you know, with the, with the stair step up and the elevator down, it, uh, it obviously can, can work against you just as well. And I, I think that's where having a lot of risk mitigation, like awareness mm-hmm. comes into play, especially with options, right? It's not like stock, right? Mm-hmm. If Apple goes down 4% and your whole accounts in Apple, you've gone down 4%. Yep. If Apple goes down 4%, your long calls, you're toast. You got nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we, we ran into that problem um, towards the basically the all-time high of SPY. Um, we had a pretty bad week because everything was looking so good and I kept telling people, like, I don't want to keep buying things, but these charts look so good, I can't not buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kept taking calls, and we got caught in that pullback. Uh, so that's where I kind of was like, okay, I need to sit back. I need to change up my strategy. No more buying naked. Let's start uh, selling premium. And that's, like, the only thing I've been making money on recently is selling yeah. premium, and it's it's working out. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, that's that's my bread and butter. I love that stuff. Like when I originally learned, like my mind was blown when I could trade and it could go up, it could go down or it could go sideways with the put spread. And I still make money. Yep. What are you talking about? Like, I, I literally remember just sitting at my computer in total shock. Like my 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 face probably went white. I'm like, what? Right <laughs> this there is with a you. thing? <laughs> I think it's yeah. perfect because we have a couple of guys in our group. Uh, we have a lot of guys in our group actually that they have day jobs. They don't have time to sit there and stare at the screen all day. They can't manage their positions. And one guy in particular, uh, his name's Wayne. He's got day job family. And I I made a video for like the mentorship in the group. I told him how to do all these different spreads and selling premium. And he's only been doing that since. And he's doing very well because he doesn't have to sit at his computer and manage that trade every single day. You just pick a line. Like I said, you find that yeah. resistance, find that support that you like. That's your sell side. You just you check it every now and then. Obviously, you want to manage it, but you don't have to manage it every single day. You just kind of let the theta burn it out, and you'll make money on just being theta positive. Man, it's the more and more traders I talk to, the more and more like every how do I say this? Successful traders have a style of trading, and it's almost like we all find it in our own ways. (laughs) We all kind of like trade the same way. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you've got, you know, and I, I don't, I don't want to talk bad about anybody, but then you've got these Robin hood traders or they could be on any platform, but let's just quote Robin hood traders that are coming into the market. their first time trading. They're buying all these YOLO calls and Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they're making money one day and they're on top of the world. And the next day, uh, they're calling up Robinhood and they're saying, "Hey, what's the return period for this uh, for this call or this 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 stock?" Right? I I don't want it anymore. Can I, can yeah. I refund? <laughs> what's a margin call? What, what? Oh, jeez, I've had two of those. Yeah. <laughs> the the first one, um, oh, what happened? Uh, you know, there's that sad story with the margin call for that that uh, Robinhood trader. But the oh, uh, the the first one that I had. I woke up and I got, I had the email in my account. And I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? And then I was like, oh, all I have to do is close the trade. Okay. What's really <laughs> like, sad about that? I think you were mentioning the the one who killed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's really sad about that trader is I had that same exact thing happen to me about a few months in advance. Um, and it's because when you I won't get too in, too into it because it's very complicated. But when you have a spread, 
they assign one and they exercise one differently, right? So right. when they assign it, it says your buying power is negative whatever they assigned or exercised. And um, in his case, I think it was like negative 100, 200,000. It was like, um, like 700,000. It was, oh, was, it, was absolutely it, yeah. it was astron- astronomical. So mine, in my case, I think mine was closer to 100,000. Um, and I was like, what the heck is that? And on it was on a Friday. So it happened on a Friday. I sent them an email. It came back on Monday and my buying power was normal. And I was like, okay, I'll forget about it. They never emailed me back. So mm-hmm. it's like that must be happening to a lot of people, Yikes. and they finally, they finally happened to fix it. Um, yeah, I have I have two stories on that. So the first story is um, I, I've I've done podcasts on that topic, and and I actually was talking to some people who work at Robinhood, and I was like, I feel I feel guilty because I wish in some way, shape, or form my podcast had been big enough not like a flexor on, on this or anything, but I wish I had gotten it big enough to where that episode would have reached him so that it would have made a difference in his life. No, that's why I do this. Like I love chatting with people, but at the same time I can actually help a lot of people by just like having a conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I'd wish that I'd gotten it bigger for that, but, um, uh, recently. So there's a, a good YouTube channel called project option. I, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to get, them on the show right now. And um, so if anybody's listening and you want to go hit Chris Butler, let him know I'm, I'm after him. I've emailed him. He hasn't emailed me back. Yeah. I've um, seen their videos. They're very good. Yeah. He recently did one that I thought was top notch and taught me something. I was like, Whoa, this was really good. So he was talking about uh, an options trader who blew out his account when he thought he was doing totally fine. So he had a, uh, it was a put spread in a, a, a put credit spread in Tesla and Tesla. Uh, the spread had uh, expired out of the money. It was fine. But after hours on expiration day, Tesla fell and it fell like 15, 20 bucks or something. It would have been through uh, both of his short and long strikes. And he was assigned on the short strike that he sold. But by the time he found out that he had been assigned, it was way too late. It was like Monday. And he couldn't exercise that long put. So he was stuck and he blew out his entire account because after hours he got assigned. And the moral of the story was always close put spreads before expiration, period. And this will never happen to you. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know it's how funny. many spreads. I, I don't know how many spreads I've let expire out of the money. Just like whatever. But that could have happened to me on anyone, though. So now I'm like, I'm on a crusade of you will close, not just me, but everybody listening, close your put spreads before expiration, because this is out of your control at that point. It's funny you mentioned that. I I, I just watched that video recently. I think it was within a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, and I had that. I had this exact discussion with my group and I didn't know that either. So they, they taught idea. me that as well. And yeah. I typically uh, I typically don't try to let them expire, um, even if it's like a debit spread. I typically try to close them before expiration um, just for the fact of, is it really worth it? Like, is that one to two cents left on that contract mm-hmm. really worth the risk? Um, and I didn't even know that. I didn't even know they could be exercised after hours like that. It's, that's pretty nuts. I didn't either. And I, I think that was, that guy got hosed. I, I, yeah. I could not imagine how that is okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you're going to assign this one leg, I think it is in the client's best interest to assign both of the legs, mm-hmm. but that that makes no sense to me. Yep. 
But anyway, speaking of blowing out accounts, I heard you've done this a couple of times. Yeah, I actually had a few situations when I first started. Uh, I didn't blow them out completely to zero, but I did get them very, very low, probably down like 70, 80 percent. And it's because I was looking online like everybody else does. What's the best indicator? What's the best strategy? And I started playing around with RSI and MACD and moving average crossovers, all the easy stuff, right? Um, and I tried them out. You sound like it's like gateway drugs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just tried the weeds. Yep. And after that, I tried the pills. And then I tried the cracks. And then I was hooked. <laughs> That's basically what it is. And I, I was trying them out. They weren't working. And I was just blowing my account out while, while testing it with real money. And I finally found a system that I liked when I got into penny stocks. I just picked like three moving averages, one short, one medium, one long. And I kind of just watched the price action and the volume. And I realized, like, okay, I like this. I like reading the candlestick patterns. I like reading the volume. So I kind of read a, I took a bunch of um, time reading books on different price patterns and stuff like that. Um, and then eventually got to the point where I wasn't blowing my accounts out. Uh, recently, actually, where I did blow out my entire account, it was in the crypto space. And this most recent dump oh, of crypto. Oh, oh, oh. Was this before or after you fixed your bots? Because you said a little while ago you got your bots trading automatically. Oh, this was before, yeah. So okay. <laughs> this was kind of the reason where I was like, I need to go start trading equities again. Uh, I'm tired of staying up all night. And I was literally staying up to like 6 a.m. watching the price action chart on oh. Bitcoin and um, nothing was happening. And then I'd go to bed and it would happen while I was sleeping. And that's actually exactly how I blew up my account. There was a massive dump in Bitcoin back in March um, where I actually had shorts open and I was hedging I was hedging some of my longs and I was like, okay, I'm going to take profit on my shorts before I go to bed. I stayed up till 6 a.m. I took profit on my short. I left my longs naked. They had no stop loss. And I always preach, have a stop loss, guys. And I didn't have a stop loss this time. I, I went to bed, not even 20 minutes later, the market completely nukes and it wipes my account out. Um, and I lost like 50% of all my, my crypto holdings just in that one nuke. Um, cause it, I had multiple accounts, but that entire account got liquidated. It was pretty unfortunate. So, so what caused you to go without the stop loss? I, I don't know, to be honest, <laughs> I, I'm going to blame it on staying awake till six o'clock in the morning and just being sleep deprived. Um, but it's something that I always preach to have stop losses or be hedged in one way or another, or don't use your entire account for like that trade. Oh, so at, at, at that time I'm using margin. So I'm using more than my entire account. Uh, I think at the time I was like three X long. So if it went down, um, like 30%, I would have got liquidated uh, and looking at the chart. Now it actually goes down 65%. So it, it easily liquidated me. Uh, sounds, but yeah, there was really no reason. It sounds like you owe people money, all right? They did you yeah. a favor. <laughs> it was more of a lapse in judgment for the most part. Uh, but it was kind of a good thing. I honestly look back on it. I was very depressed for a little while, lost a lot of money. Uh, but now that I look back on it, it was a good thing. I switched to options right before the big boom uh, after coronavirus, obviously. Coronavirus nuked the market. And then I was pretty well situated to start buying uh, options. And then we made a lot of money on the way up. And it kind of uh, it kind of helped me out. It, it gave me that that little boost I needed to switch markets and start trading equities again. Yeah, for sure.
You know, you talked about earlier on how you started uh, with penny stocks mm-hmm. and then moved into futures. Um, dude, like, are you like a glutton for punishment? <laughs> right? How do you go from something where it's like, well, I guess you were probably levered up pretty high with your your penny stocks. So mm-hmm. making the transition from that to uh, the margin required for a, a futures trade wasn't wasn't too big of a stretch. But to me and you now knowing at the time, like those are two different ballparks, man. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you're playing with big money on one side and and like funny money on the other. Yep. Yeah, I I think it was more of a kind of a rookie mistake. Like I was I was seeing all these gurus making crazy amount of money on penny stocks, and um, I wanted to get involved in that, and I kind of got looped into the aggressive side of the trading, and then I kept getting beat up by the PDT rule. Um, cause I didn't have $25,000 at the time. And I was like, how do I get around this PDT rule? So I kept Googling it. Like, how do I get around this? And basically everybody said, there's no way around it. You either have to switch markets or just be over that 25,000. And one of them said, just trade futures. I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> so I did that for a little while. It's funny. I actually made a good amount of money, but I would just lose it. I would make it, I would lose it, I would make it, I would lose it. And I ended up just breaking even on my futures trading after the span of, I think it was like a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, and I just I just told myself, like, I can't keep doing this. I'm not making money. I'm just making it and losing it. I don't have enough money to really play with these big boys. I need to find something else to do. But I think it was more of the the leverage and the aggressiveness about futures and penny stocks. I like that I could find a pattern get in the trade. If I was right, I would make money instantly. If I was wrong, I'd be out of it within 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like that idea because I'm not a very patient person. So I kind of like that aspect. Well, yeah, it's because you're, you're, you're holding a ticking time bomb. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you hadn't set your stop losses on your futures trades, how that would have gone. Well, it's funny. They tell you one thing to do when you're trading few, one thing not to do when you're trading futures is don't trade oil on a Wednesday. Don't trade it on the EIA announcements that come out at 1030. And I saw that and I was like, why are you not supposed to trade there? Is the volatility too high? And I would literally only trade oil on 1030 on Wednesdays. How did I know that volatility? That was going like, like I felt like this was coming. Hey, they say don't trade oil on Wednesdays. (laughs) I did. I trade the shit out of some oil on some Wednesdays. (laughs) And it's funny. I I have screenshots in my phone from back when I started trading that. And I made one time, I think it was like five or six hundred dollars in four minutes, just trading the EIA volatility. Right, Trevor, listen, we're getting into that fake guru territory. You That's can't true. talk to those numbers, right? You can't go around. Here's here's my opinion. Having been an experienced trader for over ten years, uh, having multiple certifications and awards and yada yada yada, uh, I don't talk about my wins ever. No, I'm with you. Yep. Because I don't want people to put me in that category. No, I'm with you. It's funny. Yeah. I, uh, I was what I was gonna say is I made that in five minutes, but then I lost it immediately the next day. Ah, um, no, 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 no. That's not the story. You have to only tell the wins. That's right? true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but it's funny with you saying that. Uh, even every, I've had a mantra kind of when I first started streaming. I started streaming on Twitch in January of 2018. And people would constantly come in and be like, hey, man, what's your account size? What, How much money are you trading with? Or how much money do you make? And I'd tell them the same thing. 
I'm not going to show you my account size. I'm not going to keep showing you my wins because I do not want to be promoting like that. And um, I don't want to be attracting those kind of traders. No. The, the traders that you attract when you are showing off your account size or showing off how much money you're making are the traders that think it's a get rich quick scheme. They want to hop in, make a million dollars, never have to trade again in their life. That's not what trading is. I want to teach trading how it is. It's not easy. And I tell people, they're always like, hey, do you think it's, do you think I could full-time trade? Is it easy? I tell them not to. If you want to trade, I think the best way to do it is to have a mainstream of income. Have a job or have some kind of e-commerce or have some kind of side gig, right? And do trading as a source of income. Do not try to trade full-time right out the gate um, with no other stream of income. It's just going to be brutal. You're going to lose a lot of money. It's going to be extremely stressful because if you know, okay, I've got my rent bill due, I've got groceries, I've got car, all the bills, right? If you know how much money you have to make at the end of every week or end of every month, and you'll start forcing trades, right? Because you know, like, hey, I have to make $1,000 or I can't pay my rent. Mm -hmm. You're not going to trade well when you trade like that. No, well said. You know, it's... <laughs> It is unfortunate. And there's a lot of people on at least YouTube. That That's my main platform that I, I, I don't, here's my, I, I'm weird. I don't really enjoy social media. I get bored, bored, mm -hmm. bored, bored out of my mind, scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through Instagram. Like I just can't do it. Um, Cause you and I we're, we're creators. We're not mm -hmm. consumers. And so I get really bored really quick with it. But on YouTube, I actually really enjoy a lot of the content that people put out. They put a lot of thoughtful uh, just insightful information now. And I think right now is the age of the guru busters. Yep. There's two channels that I follow. One of them is called uh, Coffeezilla, which is a weird name. Uh, you should Google these people, by the way. Um, Coffeezilla. And the other one is Speecher, no, Spencer. And I don't remember his last name. Starts with a C, like Coronella or Corianella, something like that. These guys do an excellent job of calling out fake gurus. And like one of them I just saw recently was this guy who uh, he was an 18 year old and his whole shtick was from 2000 to $2 million as an 18 year old trader, come and learn from me. Right. And it's like, Oh geez. Oh God. Guy, he spends, you know, a 20 minute video calling him out on all of his bull crap. Cause like, like you, you may have done that. I can't say that you did or did not, but it's super unlikely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you would be like the the greatest trader of all time ever to have done two thousand to two million as an eighteen year old. But you know, things happen. Yep. And I mean, there's so much great content out there like that right now. And um, you know, I want to help be on that charge, right? You and I have learned through paying a hell of a lot of Wall Street tuition yep. how to do this. And I, I've been building a course. And in this course, like the strategy section comes second. The first section, it's 19 lessons on the foundation of how you trade. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, you can't, you can't skip to being perfect expert trader without going through all these hard knocks. You can't just turn on your computer one day, say, Hey, this guy said there's this uh, one simple pattern that yep. repeats three times a day. <laughs> I trading oil on Wednesdays always works too. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I feel great about hearing that, but I will tell you, I am nervous to approach these guys and like, uh, go, you know, 
pat them on the back and say they're doing a great job. Cause I don't want them to then turn around and, and like target me. <laughs> Cause yeah. they're like, the, they'd be like, well, who are you? Mr. 10 minutes, stocktrader.com. Let's just go down your rabbit hole for a minute. And then like, they find things I didn't even know I had. And I'm yep. like, <laughs> no, I'm with you. I don't, I don't, I don't tweet from eight years ago when <laughs> I was still trying to learn how to trade options. How dare you? Yeah. I try not to go after anybody. I just tell my members and like my community, just be careful. Just do your, do your uh, research, right? Don't fall into the trap of, People saying you can make X amount of money this quickly or they're selling you golden strategies that have 80 to 90 percent win rates. Just 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 be aware that there there's stuff like that all over the trading space. You have it on YouTube, Twitter, everywhere. Yeah, it, it is prevalent. And a lot of it preys on a lot of the the, uh, you know, it, it preys on a lot of young men. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. That's who they're targeting. Young men who want to get rich quick. Right. And. You know, if if it was um, Amazon FBA six months ago, now it's uh, what, what do you what do you want to call it? Day trading crypto a year <laughs> ago, and you know it it just cycles, and at it some does. point it's going to hit you and I, and we're going to look like rock stars for a hot minute, and it's going to be awesome, and and I hope you and I can take advantage of that when it happens. But in the same vein, it'll it'll bust and move on to something else, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a fortunate position to be at where we are today. Very fortunate, right? I think about this constantly. How like my grandfather or my great grandfather, you know, you come here from from Germany, right, and fought in world wars and and things like that. And the, the fact that you and I can sit at our table at a computer and reach potentially tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, or in my case, I'm approaching a million downloads on the podcast, awesome. a million different people. That was not a flex, by the way, I was <laughs> trying to give some context approach potentially a million people. And it's like, we are so fortunate for today. Definitely. We, we have an obligation, but then there's people on the other side that are like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm going to take these suckers to the bank. Yep. And like that's, that's where, you know, that that's where things get a really bad name. And, and we got to do our part against that. Yeah. Yeah. I try to focus more on like the educational side of it, kind of teaching people what this is, what that is, like, what is this pattern? How to use these indicators, not use this indicator to buy here, sell here. You'll make X amount of money. You do that three times a week. You'll make X amount. You know what I mean? I uh, try to avoid that. I just tell them, here's the tools. You can find ways to use them yourself. If you don't like it, here's some other tools you can try out. The one of those one of those videos on the Coffeezilla channel, um, you made me think of it when he said that. Uh, it's a a TikToker, and oh, yeah. he, was like, he was like, "Hey, you want to know how to turn a hundred dollars into a million in one year? Just watch this. You take it and you compound you compound it twenty percent a week. Mm -hmm. That's like much, right? A hundred dollars, you win twenty. Sweet. The next week, you win what is it like one forty four and things like that. Just just." continue to roll that for a year. You got a million bucks, baby. Come yeah. They have a course. It's $97 right now. And it's like, God damn it. These people, they have a ton of the, uh, the TikTok um, blow up created all these TikTok gurus and they, they've got tons of videos like that. One guy says there's hundreds of stocks that do 6% a day. You just have to find one of them and trade it every single day and you'll be a millionaire in no time. You know what? Maybe we're doing something wrong. Yeah, maybe we need to take their <laughs> advice. I, I, you know what? I should have found that one stock. Ah, oh, dang it! <laughs> I have been doing this wrong the whole time. We have failed at trading. Uh, 
man. On that note. <laughs> I've written a short guide on how you can use the triple stock profit system. It's the secret weapon every investor needs right now to change your financial future. And you can get it for free by visiting triplestockprofits.com or in the links below. Also, if you want to join a community of traders just like you, you can get free access to the elite membership that has even more resources to help you trade faster and trade smarter. So, so this has been a great conversation. I appreciate this. Uh, it, it's it's uh, being that it's not like a video. I feel like I've been able to kind of uh, connect with you a little bit more in this this vein. So I appreciate that very much. No yeah, I want to send people over to your website, oasistrading.io. I'm looking at it right now. Join our community. Go and join oasistrading.io. Uh, learn more from Deja Brew and his friends. Um, certainly learn more about Trend Spider. Uh, it looks like that's one of the partners that you guys work with. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I also work with. I think Trend Spider is, is uh, absolutely fantastic. So, uh, so listen, uh, Mr. Deja, or I should say Mr. Brew. Brew, Mr. Brew, right? <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate your time today. This has been a, a great conversation. I, I hope the audience me. got a lot out of it. I, we we covered a broad spectrum. I feel like I need to have you on again anytime. We need to uh, to have some 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 clarity, get some things off our chest. This is this yeah, was pretty good. I appreciate it very much. You want to have a more um, technical conversation? I can definitely show off some charts and show some things and, that I use every day in my trading for sure. Um. Only if you show us the 6% a day stock. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, if you're not going we'll to show us that those. one, then don't even bother. <laughs> At this point, it's just Tesla, really. Just straight Tesla. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, really, thank you for your time today. And, yeah, uh, you, you know, I, I would love to have you back on. So we'll be in touch again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. And thank you guys for tuning into today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and enable notifications. That way you never miss any of the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.